It's five minutes with me. So I'm a big fan of change. In fact, one of the personal values I try to live out in every area of my life is this. Change is non-negotiable. Upheaval, starting new things, risk and failure are all necessary and good, both for the organization I'm a part of and for my own level of thriving. Given the fact that we're all doing youth ministry in a constantly changing culture with teenagers whose needs are constantly changing and with teenagers whose very lives are marked by constant change, we'd be idiots to just keep doing the same thing in the same way. Experimentation and noble failure are the spark plugs of great youth ministry. Well, I suppose Jesus is the spark plug, but you get the picture. Coasting, gliding, and staying the same are resounding gongs on the death bell. So with that in mind, I'd like to suggest seven sins of reinventing your ministry. They're all phrased as assumptions because our assumptions provide mental maps that lead to action, good or misguided, or inaction. Some of these assumptions keep us from change, but I'm assuming that you'll get the gist of those quickly. So I'm focusing more on the assumptive sins that mask uh, as progress. Here we go. Number one, assuming everything is fine as is. When we're talking about the importance of change, this one sort of, this one sort of goes without saying. But here's the reason I mention it even first. Most of us know we need to consider change when things aren't going well, like during this pandemic. But most youth workers I work with have a working paradigm that says the goal is to reach stability. Here's the problem. Stability means you've already begun the inclination toward decline of health, vibrancy, impact, and attendance sometimes. Great leaders must be courageous and initiate change prior to arrival at stability. And this is counterintuitive as it means instigating change when things are seemingly the best they've ever been. Number two, assuming youth culture is what it always was. Bob Dylan famously sang the times they are a change in and wow, have the times ever changed since old Bobby sang that. Youth ministry might focus on timeless and unchanging truths like the consistency of God's unswerving love but ministry is always set in a context, and great ministry is responsive to that context. Sure, some aspects of youth culture or the experience of teenagers isn't all that different, but there's no denying that all sorts of variables, values, pressures, and cultural norms have shifted. Being a teenager in 2021 is simultaneously the same as it ever was and new every morning. The third sin of reinvention is this assuming we have all the answers to what needs to change. If you're a leader, you have a responsibility to instigate, promote, provoke, and explore change. But change you envision and actively complete on your own will never be as good as change you collaboratively discern with others. I'm sure you're smart and super spiritual, but you're not that smart and super spiritual. You need sounding boards and anchors and fire starters and pushbackers and people who say yes and. Number four, assuming change should be a democratic process. I'm a fan of democracy when it comes to government, but when leading change in youth ministry, democracy can quickly lower the bar, achieving agreement over excellence. 
dissent can be healthy. And while ideas birthed and decisions made in community will always be stronger than those without any input, choosing your change collaborators, collaborators is essential. Choose wisely. Collaborate with creative and hopeful people who don't have a personal agenda, but don't pass around a ballot. Okay, the fifth assumption sin of reinvention is assuming everyone will easily be on board with change. It's tough not to have the wind taken out of your sails when you're excited about some intentional and thoughtful change, only to be met with naysayers and criticism and whining. Remember, people tend to resist change. This is almost always due to the fear that they'll lose something they value, something the current reality or program is providing for them. Expect opposition. Not so you will be armed to blow people away, so, but so that you can adopt a curious perspective about what people need to move past their fears. Six, assuming more is better. Short and sweet, adding stuff, more programs, is not the pathway to vibrancy in your ministry. If you're going to add something, you have to be ready to cut something also. And the final assumption sin of reinventing your youth ministry is assuming teenagers really dig cool programs in nifty youth facilities. What teenagers really want is a safe and encouraging place to belong. They want to be wanted. You might assume that a super cool youth room or a mind-blowing entertainment will deliver, but these are not the droids you're looking for. Step into change with courage, which comes from God, but do so with wisdom, which comes from the Holy Spirit. Youth Cartel Podcast Network.